Rental cars. Yeah. Um, 700 plus credit score, more income revenue. How's your academy looking? Academy, you building one? Looking, looking pretty pressure, man. We got BWR Academy on the way. Um, that's Accountability gonna, group in there too. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're gonna be doing. It's gonna be the number one resource for people to get their personal finances. No, I'm gonna go ahead and proclaim it right now. We're gonna make it like that. So yeah, we at you. We uh. You wanna know what's next? They have their way, and we have this way. You're listening to the Hatchet's Way podcast with the mobile notary bagman himself, Mr. Andre C. Hatchet. Tune in. The Hatchet's Way podcast, season two, in-person edition. Let's go. Followers, Mm -hmm. Instagram. (laughs) Legends in the making. Rental car income. Moving from state to state to get it. Not afraid of the grind. Big bag of Bellard. One fourth of the Black Wealth Renaissance movement and a force on his own as well to be reckoned with. David, what up, man? Appreciate you, brother. Come on, Jay. man. This boy here, good. Hey, hey, I'm just grateful, thankful, and grateful to be on the Hatches Way podcast. Usually, I'm behind the camera, so I feel I feel graced with the opportunity to be on, man. You know, sitting here with a legend myself. Uh. Above average, slightly at best. But anyway, we got over here, David Bellard here. Appreciate the compliment, kind sir. Um, speaking of that, yeah, you are usually behind the cameras. How did you get those camera skills? Ah, oh, man, really just through trial and error. Mm. We just got right here. Um, really, honestly, you was like, hey, I got this podcast. I got this equipment. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Well, we got this equipment because we had a podcast, and I just was like learning the equipment yep. so that we could do our own podcast. And then mm. you were like, hey, man. Y'all could do this for other people. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> let's get it. Like, there we go. And just learning, but mostly YouTube. Honestly, yeah. YouTube and trial and error. That's a skill. It's a skill that's needed and in very high demand. You like what? Hmm. I like a lot of things, but primarily I like money. You like money. How do you get your money currently? Uh, so currently I work a part-time job. Mm-hmm. I own this business. I own my own social media business that Pressure. generates Cash flow, and I have uh, a rental followers car. You got on that? I think it's like right around eighty-five k. Eighty-five thousand. Yeah, right around eighty-five thousand. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Like part-time work, just so W two income, mm-hmm. business income, rental car income. That's my my three big ones right now. Very nice <laughs> income income streams, income systems, revenue inc- rental car income. What does that look like in real life? Hmm. In real life, it can vary. Uh, first month I had. I was negative a thousand on my personal rental car. Really? Yeah, I had a guy. He messed it up. Uh, oh wow! Very first renter. He Are paid, you serious? Yeah, paid, I did not know that. He paid me seventy dollars and cost me a thousand dollars because he damaged my car and I didn't handle my business the way I was supposed to through the platform. Okay. But since then, shit, great. Uh, on average, my car it had the same renter in it for the past two months after that. Um, Ooh. and I think on average the cash flow was like nine hundred dollars a month off the car. Nine hundred dollars after everything. Uh, nah, that's nine hundred revenue. So revenue. after okay. expenses, my car note would be my car note's like two seventy something. I usually just okay. pay three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred even, and then I got my insurance. So I pay like three fifty for the car altogether. Three fifty. Okay, so let's do that math. So nine hundred. Okay. So nine hundred. Take away three fifty out of that. Yeah, so we sitting there like five fifty a month, I think. Five fifty is not bad. Rental yeah. income. Five fifty off of cash flow. I mean, off a of rental property, you probably what getting one to three hundred dollars, and that's a that's a good, that's a good cash one. flow. 
So, so five fifty a month. Five fifty. Yeah. I'll say I'll save like ten percent of that. So take off fifty five dollars, mm-hmm. and we we still left with like four ninety five. That's four ninety five disposable cash flow every month. And I mean I don't dispose of it. I yeah basically use it to reinvest. What's five hundred times twelve? Five hundred times twelve. That's six thousand. Is it six thousand? It's easier to get six thousand dollars a year in entrepreneurship than it's going to raise a. At the nine to five workforce, that's a fact. Who, who, who agrees with that one? Message. That's a fact. <laughs> um, you gave myself a raise. You gave yourself a raise. Oh, he gave himself Message. a raise. Yeah, I love the rental car industry for that very reason because you can mm. get in for like with that car example. I have. I know I mentioned that one blunder, but initially my startup cost was only a thousand dollars. I only paid a thousand dollars for the car. I put a thousand dollars down. Mm-hmm. And then I put like two twenty five for the insurance, like to get it started. Yeah. But twelve hundred dollar investment all in for nine hundred dollars cash flow a month, barring any you know mishaps. Yeah. I, I'll take that. That's a win every day. That's, that's a win in my book. Um, you moved states recently. Why did you move states? Uh simply put, opportunities. Okay. I'll I moved states it. for opportunities. Um, and I was I was chasing love a little bit. You know, my girl, oh, she live out here. But ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Opportunity <laughs> was a big piece of it too. Okay. Um, where I'm from, I'm from Louisiana, Appaloosa, mm-hmm. Louisiana, to be exact. Most of y'all are probably like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Uh, they don't know where Appaloosa is. Me and my brother Jalen from He's there. excited for you, yeah, for them, though. Yeah, like they, they the, 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 the slop, man. The slop is what we call it. It's not the greatest place, right? It's not many. Hey, man, that's what we. The people from that call it, though. Huh? It is what we call it. Oh, it I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for keeping it real with the people. But no, where I'm from, think about it. We got. It's, it's called Appaloosa. It's not yeah. many opportunities. Um. We they have like four or five businesses there. You don't really meet a lot of business owners. Uh, mm-hmm. As we were really growing and scaling BWR as a brand, what we really noticed was one of the challenges we were facing was that we couldn't connect with people as freely as we would want to. Yeah, because we are located in the middle of bumfuck nowhere in Louisiana. Yeah. To be honest, like okay. nobody's gonna come here to come meet us. So okay. whenever, like, Dallas had always been a city that had a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the first cities I think I've been to in Texas. Uh, I came here, like, when I was still in college playing football. Okay. I, I just kept finding myself back in the city of Dallas. So it was like, once we got this started with BWR, maybe um, the summer after we started BWR, summer of 2019, we did an event here, actually. Uh, we mm-hmm. partnered with some people from Dallas to do just, like, a networking event. I was here for some work stuff. And I just really kind of, like, I enjoyed the city. I realized how many entrepreneurs that look like me and just young people killing it, older people, just everybody. It was like, wow, this is this is a lot more than where I'm from. And yeah. ever since then, I kind of just gravitated toward the city. Toward the city. So I bring that up because I think it's it, most people, let me go back a second. I think a lot of people who uh, feel that they've plateaued in life or, 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 or they feel that they're in a stagnant position or a stagnant mm-hmm. mind, they don't leave their hometowns. I've seen a commonality with that. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that it's impossible, but I have seen a commonality with people who just feel like they've shrunken themselves mm-hmm. who don't leave their hometowns. So I'm a big believer, even if it's temporary, to leave your hometown if you feel you have plateaued or stagnant in life because people have the same conversations. How was high school? What did you do in high school? What did you do in freaking middle school? I'm not having a fucking conversation about middle school. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that shit was 20 years ago. <laughs> For me, more than that. Goodness gracious. Yeah, literally. Oh, shit, I'm 39 now. <laughs> That's a long ass time ago. And, and, the, and, and it's fine, but I'm just not on that wave. Mm. Uh, and it's always about the past. All the past, yeah. the past, the past. What about the future? Mm. 
That's, so, so that's facts. I commend you a lot on the move. I, I I commend you a lot. Have you seen more success since you had the move? Yes, yes. So have people came into your studio to record with you. People have people come into the studio to record. We're recording in the studio right now. I mean, <laughs> shit. Like it's it's been a lot better. I know our business. We definitely seen growth in our monthly revenues. Mm-hmm. Like we went from doing just over ten k months to now we're able to do twenty five thirty k months. You know, stupid. Um, Coming in and really just, I think also the networking piece has yeah. helped a lot. Like we were able to build a lot of connections with people who are helping our brand grow while we're helping their brand grow. I'll say this: on Sunday, you guys were out. You you, you were with a, few, a couple people who are worth at least a half a million dollars. Oh yeah, at yeah, least a couple yeah. people. Like, and shit got connected to them. Well, shit, that was almost two years ago. Whenever we came out here the first time, you in, know, in like, Dallas. Exactly, <laughs> just showing me even more that like this city has so many opportunities. Um, and that we, I can take our brand and do a lot more here with it. We're going to have dinner, us all going to have dinner um, tomorrow night. We're going to be sitting down with a few people who have half a million dollar plus net worths all under 40-ish. How hard would that have been for you back home to have on a random Wednesday night? I can get maybe one person, Mm -hmm. um, and it's probably not going to be on a Wednesday. (laughs) We had shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) And we wouldn't go have nowhere nice to go. But yes, that... That's definitely one of the big perks. You got to move, man. Sometimes you got to go to grow. Mm, I love that. I think I I had said something like along the lines of that before too because I realized like how much that helped me as a person developing. Whenever you stay in that same place like you was talking about, everybody want to focus on the past and how things used to be or how things were. And it's like- freaking addicted to it. Let it go. Whenever you you put yourself in that environment and all the people in your environment are only focused on what happened already, you don't give yourself an opportunity. It's, it's to tough go. to expand, man. Yeah, like man. you you got all these people telling you this because, like, I know that was a big thing. Like, I love my parents, I love my family, everybody. Yeah, of course, but yeah. they don't understand what I do. Let's just keep it real. They, they don't, don't understand they don't the new it. you, the new you. You're they, a brand fucking new. They don't they don't get the entrepreneurial thing. That's no. not them, right? Mm-hmm. So they're their beliefs are going to get projected on you. That's another big proponent for me to why people should leave that area. Most people, it's not just you. Most people have the same story, limited belief system that other people who love us, who are very kind and good people most times, but they have a limited view of us. Mm, mm. It, that limited view, like it starts making you limit yourself. Ooh. And whenever you get outside of that and you start just having the freedom to move around and do the things and not really worry about the day-to-day errands that might need to get accomplished around this area, like what you used to do or who you used to be, you get the opportunity to really start making some changes and seeing some things. Pressure. That's deep. Um, you're in a relationship. Shout yes. out to your relationship. Yeah. Congrats on that. Shout out to my baby. You know. All right, there you go. How do you find it managing a relationship while I call this the developmental years? This mm-hmm. is your third year as entrepreneur. Yeah. Second year, going into my second year. No, this going into one and a half years full time. Yeah. You're 26. Yes, sir. 26. So this is this is about a month of years for you in life in general. How are you managing all this stuff? The, the different revenue streams, the part time, the queen. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it gets hectic. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to anybody. It does get hectic. Uh, 
I think the biggest thing with it, when managing it all, is just kind of putting everything in its place and trying to find, yeah, that's good. trying to like really make sure that things don't pour over into each other too much and like not having so many things that are time obligations. So because obviously my business takes a lot of my time, right? Mm -hmm. That's definitely a struggle and a point of contention with a relationship. Yeah. Whenever you spend so much time doing things for your business, Sometimes your significant other may feel left out or feel neglected. Um, neglected and things yeah. of that nature. So always making sure that, like, I know that the business is paramount, communicating that to her that, like, hey, look, it's going to be some sacrifices that got to be made because mm -hmm. I got to get this shit done. Yeah. Uh, I don't have nobody come and write me a check at the end of two weeks for this. Mm -hmm. I don't got, like, a set amount coming in for I got to go and get it. That's yeah. that's like a thing. Um I think one of the, that's one of the biggest pieces. Communication yeah. uh and really when it comes to the multiple income streams, a lesson that you mentioned, you don't want things that are going to take up all these all your time, right? Yeah, no, nah, you don't want That's that. why I love the rental car industry mm -hmm. because it's a very passive business. It's something that I own an asset, I lend the asset out. Usually I spend less than 10 hours a month on it altogether. Like mm. whenever I have a renter in my car, I spend less than four hours a month on it because all we got to do is just text and be like, oh, OK, cool. I need a, <laughs> I need I need to get the oil change done. Yeah, that's good income. Get that done. Send them off the money. Boom, boom, boom. Even at 10 hours, that's still like $50 an hour. <laughs> at that $500 net yeah. amount, that, that's still... Yeah, yeah, that's and that's like cool. I said, that's and that's a that's a high estimate of that's time. A high estimate of time, I, but I, I respect it. Managing it, managing it all, I think it just is all about priorities. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, something a lot of people won't say too: <laughs> if a woman becomes your top priority, even over work, she she probably won't be that into you. Mm. That is that is a message right there. She 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 probably won't. Um, because you have all this free time, you're always there at her beck and call. You have no passion or no other obligations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't gonna cook. Now, I'm not saying neglect, um, but you know, I, I do. Uh, think I think a, a little neglect is not a bad thing. Uh, I'll say it like that. You can't be too available. You're too available, man. You're gonna get looked at crazy. Let's say you can be the simp ass dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, men should be busy. <laughs> Make time for your woman, but be but be busy. Um, the guy who, who can always be there, who can always, yeah, you, you're just going to like, and, and in her mind, she's saying, no, like, go figure something out. I'll be here later. <laughs> so, yes, men need to be productive and build some shit. What does your asset column look like at 30? Hmm. At 30, trying to have these rental cars go crazy. Uh, okay. My goal for this year at 26 is to have five. So by 30, I would like to have at least 30 in my fleet. Y'all um, like rental cars. I do. I do. I like the cash flow. Marlon, play. too. You know, Marlon, our boy from um, from Houston. Shout out to Marlon. He's into them, too. Yeah, man. Y'all y'all do rock with the rentals. Bro, I do. Like I, I like the idea of it, too. Now that I'm starting to get into the luxury rental game. Um mm. It gives me the opportunity, one, to kind of drive around different cars that I, I like and that's make cool. money while I do it. So that's a, I think that's a pretty a win for me. You know, it it's like sense. a lifestyle win. It makes sense. So so let, let's do the math. It's a, the luxury one. What luxury car you, do you uh, have? For? Right now I'm getting the BMW Series Ooh. 5. Nice. That's luxury. Uh, <laughs> um, how, much that, how, how much can that rent for, you think? Uh about one ten a day. One ten a day is the the average based on this market we in. I might be able to get a little bit more. Okay. How much? How many days do you need to rent it for you to be profitable a month? To be profitable, probably ten. 
10 days. So, so 10 days for me to make like $100 in my pocket or something like okay. that. Okay. And your payments with insurance will be about 700 or so? Uh, a little less than that. Maybe like 6 Six twenty, six thirty, something like that. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. The insurance ain't gonna be too expensive. Yeah, this one. I go through a, a pretty good company for the insurance. And you feel confident that it can be rented out how many days out of the month? Uh, at least twenty. 20 I think days. twenty is pretty good. Twenty is a, a average standard that anybody can kind of project. Like I said, it depends on the market. Right now, because I'm in Dallas mm-hmm. and this is such a, like a, a business hub, it is. I yeah. really do think I could get more than twenty days a month. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you bring your car to the airport for people, there's ways to like, you know, it, there's little features that you can add in to incentivize people to want to use your car. So I'm trying to make sure I get that 30 days a month because it's a rental car shortage in the nation. Last year, higher, not higher wow. car, Hertz uh, went out of business. That was one of the biggest car rental companies in the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they just shut down and sold off all the inventory. Oof. Now everything's picking back up. People are getting business travel and stuff back rolling. Mm-hmm. People need cars when they get to these towns. People and need cars. Avis ain't got cars. Enterprise ain't got cars. So that's where they're going to turn, Turo. How much did that, uh, the BMW that you're working on, how much is it, it cost you out of pocket to get going? Uh, I didn't have to put anything down financing-wise. I think uh, I, I paid $200 to set up the insurance <laughs> again, And other than that, I didn't have to put no money down. No so, money down? Yeah, no money down next week. High FICO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to keep my FICO up there. What's that know? FICO? Uh, well, it actually fell a little bit, man. I was in the, like, 740 range. Now I'm, like, at the 700. A1. That's yeah, try to, I try to keep A1. my credit good. Good credit keep things cheap, man. It keeps things, and as you get in with no money down, damn near, and for you to be profitable in ten days, mm-hmm. shit, good credit, yes sir. And I, I know you, uh, yeah, mentioned earlier too, like just asset column, look at thirty. Yeah, I don't want to just stop at the rental cars. Like, okay, I, the rental cars is just like one play. Foundation, uh, foundation. Like I think that'd be my foundation. I definitely want at least one or two rental properties by okay. the time, and get my stock portfolio. Right now, I'm like, I think I'm sitting with like twenty thousand dollars in the stock market. You got twenty bands in the market? Yeah, just between different investments. Is uh, can, can we yeah, can, can we get a little over there? Between different investments, I y'all with y'all light fucking flexes. Every episode is the same <laughs> shit. Twenty fucking that's a lot of money. <laughs> right, that's a lot of money. Like we all need to acknowledge do- that all through dollar cost average. And I'm I'm not the biggest <laughs> trader. You don't have to be like some genius to do this stuff. I started investing years ago with like twenty thirty dollars a week, just what I could afford. And I respect I mean, it. It just it's a snowball effect, compound. Yeah. Paperwork. Most people hate paperwork, but I get paid to make it efficient. If you're looking for a pandemic-proof, low startup cost business to help you leave your nine to five and make more money, I can help you out with that. I was overworked, underpaid y'all, working as a teacher's assistant. But then I found a pandemic-proof business, the mobile notary business, that allowed me to quit my nine to five, 10X my income, and give me time freedom. I am Andre C. Hatchett, 15 year mobile notary veteran and founder of the Notary Business School. We have helped thousands of people from all over the country start and grow their business. I have a two through 12K club where I show people just like you how to make between two and $12,000 a month. Click the link below and I'll show you how. This self-employed money is real nice.
If you want the entire blueprint with the step-by-step process of starting your mobile notary business, then we've got the solution for you. Learn how to land clients, the power of low-cost marketing strategies, easy logo and website design, how to notarize wills, power of attorneys and loan closing documents, and so much more. All for this special price. For more details, notarybootcamp.com. That's notarybootcamp.com. But nice. um, like I said, right now it's at twenty. I'd like to see that number by thirty, like well over a hundred. Yeah, probably yeah. like you got that. I increase my income. I'm trying to get it to half a mil. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. On I'm just trying board. to get rich on the I, I wanna board. Be, I want to be rich like my rich friends. Pressure like. right there. Xavier, <laughs> Tim Jackson, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, we, we got a bunch of them out here in Dallas. All, all the rich people around here. Um, that's what's up. That's what's up. Have you how'd you stay consistent with the investment? Um, I I mostly do a lot of like I said, dollar cost averaging. What does that mean for so dollar cost averaging is instead of me looking to time the market perfectly every time, I just set it on a schedule. So like that could be every week, every month, every two weeks, whatever you want. But you know you're gonna fund your account with so much money and you're gonna buy certain investments. I do Uh. mine through a few different apps. I got Stash, M1. Uh, what's another one I was using? I was using Acorns at one point, but it was trash, so I quit using okay. them. Okay. Um, but yeah, like stay just stay consistent with it. Yeah, stay consistent. And the thing I love about it so much is I've been able to do this on autopilot. I don't have to think mm. about it too much. Like I know every week this money is gonna get pulled out of my account. It's gonna get put into this, and these investments they gonna either go up or go down. Don't really matter. I'm invested in stuff that I believe in for the long term. I'm going based off of trends in society, not just like what's pumping the hardest right now. Long term investor. Yes, sir. Not trying to get rich overnight. Nah, 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 nah. I want to be rich. Don't get me wrong. Being rich sounds dope, but like <laughs> I, I know after it would be a mistake of mine to think I could get it overnight after interviewing over hundreds of people and talking to That's them a about their How many of them you have made it overnight? You, you <laughs> Not a single damn you one. You literally interviewed, let's, let's go even go with $150,000 a year plus salary or more or business income or more. You've interviewed hundreds of those, and not one of them hit, said, yo, I got it overnight. No. Like, even people who started off making hella bread young, like, if you follow their story and it track at it, least a few they years. did some shit beforehand. Like, it was two to three years, it seems like. It's always. That's like the magic number. Like, yeah. two to three years of staying down, and then they came up. Mm. Oof, stupid. What is Rental cars. Yeah. Um, 700 plus credit score. More income, revenue. How's your academy looking? Uh, academy. You building one? Looking looking pretty pressure, man. We got BWR Academy on the way. Um, Accountability group in there, too? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to be doing... It's going to be the number one resource for people to get their personal finances. Lord. I'm going to go ahead and proclaim it right now. We're going to make it like that. So, yeah, we actually... We, uh, we're, we're going to be creating a community focused on helping our people get their money together. As we know, 78% of people live in check to check. We got Damn. what it is like 60 something percent of people. I think it's like two thirds of the nation. They say they can't afford a thousand dollar emergency. That's a problem in our eyes, it's especially within our community. Um, so that's one of the biggest problems we aim at tackling uh, with BWR Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we're going to be doing is a savings challenge I like where that. we, as a group, everybody, we're going to be accountable together. 
Okay. We're going to use this app called Capital. We're partnering with them to give people exclusive access to some of their best features wow. and grandfather them in. They get three free months and then they, uh, I think it's $3 a month for the premium account after that. Um, so what that app allows us to do is save together toward goals, right? Mm. So what we're going to do, we're going to br- bunch people off in the groups because personal finances are important. Groups are big. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Personal finances are important. And if you are saving with a team toward the same goal, it might be a bit easier for you than if you were just having to do this by yourself. Mm -hmm. So personal financial principles. We know people need an emergency fund. Before you start doing anything, you should have three to six months of expenses tucked away. Because whenever shit hits the fan, which it will, you need to have some bread. Mm -hmm. Like I said, two-thirds of the nation can't afford a thousand dollar emergency. So that's number one for us to address. So first and foremost with the savings challenge, over the course of a quarter, we help you save $1,000 to either save, invest, or pay down debt. That's all the ultimate goal with that. Um, and we'll also have instructors coming in, mm-hmm. teaching different classes on, uh, yeah, brother, brother Dre going to come through teaching teaching you how to make some more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it's going to be on managing money and some more of it's going to be on just income generating opportunities. I'm so, excited. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited. extremely excited. We've yeah, been working really big. hard on this in the background for a while. And we really, we really are ready for it just to see the impact that it can have on our people. I want to really see that million dollars saved from like collectively mm-hmm. so that we can invest, do these different things together. What has email, why is email marketing so important? Email marketing is extremely important because you do not own social media. That, that's the biggest lesson Ooh. I think we have to learn. Um so initially we came up on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything we had was social media. Yep. We didn't even have like an email list, I think, until we had like 50 to 100,000 followers. We didn't. Wow. We weren't even gathering leads. We were just on social media. Mm-hmm. But an email list is super important because these are leads that you own, that you can contact at your own discretion through a, a source that gets a pretty high open rate, right? Mm-hmm. So like average industry standard for email open rates is 20%. Mm-hmm. Social media and a lot of these other platforms that you don't own, you're probably only getting access to five to 10% of your audience. Damn. And that's a, that's a nice estimate. Wow. Some people are only getting access to 1% of their audience. Shoot. It happens to us a lot. We don't get everybody. Mm. We got half a million people, but we don't get half a million people seeing it. But we have 20,000 people. Not 20. What was our email list at? Like 40, 14? We got like 14,000 people on an email list that anytime we send a message, I know for certain 20 to 40% of them going to open it and have an opportunity to to see whatever it is that we're offering, yep. to just keep abreast of us and build that relationship with your audience that way. Curator. You are on a podcast? Yes, sir. How often does it come out? Hmm? How often? Once a week. Uh, we normally drop once a week, sometimes twice a week, just okay. depending on if we're feeling a little frisky. Okay. <laughs> okay. What have you learned from your guests? I've learned immeasurable things from my guests. I'll always give my brother Byron Seller. Shout out to Byron. Byron, from, uh, what up? Mobile Home Elite. I give him the most credit for being the most impactful guest to me mm. uh, just because he caught us real early on. And some of the things that he's... One of the things that he taught me always stuck with me, and that was about music and just like time. Um, we had a real good conversation about that, just like how you value your time, especially whenever you move into entrepreneurship. Yeah, uh, so like he was kind of talking about the piece where you kind of like you can listen to music, right? And it's mm-hmm. an entertaining thing. You listen to music, you hear the same songs all day, but in all reality, if you want to succeed as an entrepreneur, you got to educate yourself. Yeah. So you got to sub some of that time for like podcasts, books, and things of that nature. And like he says one thing is 
like, bro, I'd have heard this song a thousand times. I know all the words. Let me go learn something new. That's always stuck with me. Um, yeah, other than that, like, should I learn something from everybody, honestly? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a big one right there. No, yeah. that's huge. Substitute your brain. Yeah, like you slowing down the speed up. Slow down, speed up. Keep it shit simple. One. Keep it shit simple. That was uh, the <laughs> Yep. Let's see. Who else, man? There's so many people. Mm. So many people, so many lessons. Y'all definitely should tap into the Black Girlfriend of Songs podcast if y'all haven't by now. Give it a five-star rating along with this one. Yeah. Who are your top three? I don't want to use the word dream guest because I think I know you guys can get whoever you want. Mm. Who are your top three guests you haven't had on the podcast yet? So I got to get Master P on there. Mm, I love I love to talk to J. Cole Even though I don't think We'd have a good conversation About business I think we'd just be talking Yeah I, I don't know I, I don't think it would be That'd The greatest be a great business. one yeah, J. Cole what up Yeah I'd, I'd love to have him on what up And then uh, lastly Either David Stewart Or Robert F. Smith One of the black billionaires One of those two guys he, Both of I, I see He said three so I'm trying to give him three, but one of the one of the black billionaires I really love to Mr. talk to. Mr. Smith, them. we need you, sir. Please kindly, if you don't mind, we would, we would love to have you on the podcast. I'd love to have either one of those guys on there because it's. I think we don't highlight that enough in our community. No, we don't. like we talk about Kanye and we talk about Jay Z, but these guys, like they, nobody knows who they are. Like David Stewart, that's the funniest thing that we they put, put a picture. Billy's on the board. They fam. put Billy's on the board. This man's had a billion dollars since the '90s. And he ain't nobody know who the, the fuck 90s. he is. Don't nobody know this man. We post a picture and like, who is this? Who is this dude? It's like, bro, this man has a billion dollar business, and you just. But we don't glorify Damn. that in our culture. We yeah. don't really highlight that. We, in my opinion, we we too often we demonize these type of mm. people. We call them sellouts. We call them yeah. this. We call them, that, but we don't understand them. So I love to we, talk to them too. Are right, we gonna get this thing done? What we call them? Big Bank Bellard. Big Bank Bellard in the building. <laughs> Rental cars, a queen, top podcast in the world. Let's go. And many more things. And 20 bands in the stock market. Trying yeah, to get right. Yeah, but y'all are going to stop minimizing this stuff. I swear. Y'all are going to stop. This is a big deal. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you for the kind words, for the encouragement. Look forward to seeing you loaded at 30. Hey, trying to be there. Bam. Appreciate you. You've been listening to the Hatchet Sway podcast with Andre C. Hatchet. Be sure to follow Andre on Instagram at Andre C. Hatchet. That's A N D R E C H A T C H E T T. Or if you want some of the flyest merch on the planet, go to ownorbeowned.co. That's ownorbeowned.co. And as always, you can check out how to become a successful mobile notary at notarybootcamp.com. That's notarybootcamp.com. We'll see you here next time. Yeah, let's come.